It's time to crack a cold one and wreck some rankings on Wrecked Rankings. Hey everybody, this is Nathan. Uh, welcome to the second episode of Wrecked Rankings. And uh, boy, have we got a topic for you today. What is the topic, Matt? Boy, we are ranking the best and the worst vegetables. Yeah, so uh, if you thought it was some kind of joke last time when we said that any topics on the table, it, it, it was definitely not a joke. Uh, but but in all fairness, I think vegetables are something that all of us encounter on a daily basis, whether we want to or not. So I think there's really a lot of value in this list. There's definitely a lot of nutrition in this list. I mean, you know, vegetables, they're, they're so vital. You know, we, we focus a lot of times on the carbs, and that's why we're so obese. We're eating so much... So many, so much rice and bread and you know other things, but we need more veggies in our life, Nathan. I mean, what what is a veggie? You know, this is one of the things that the more I research it, I feel like the less I know. Uh, it, it seems like the rules are off every time uh, I was trying to compile this listing for today. I, I had to vet it against different internet sources because you know what. There's a lot of things that apparently aren't vegetables, and I can't fully explain to you the reason. But at this point, anything that ends up in the list, I think it's pretty fair to say for all intents and purposes, it's a vegetable, even if some scientist out there disagrees with me. You know, yeah, you know, th- there are certain conversations about, you know, does it have seeds? Does it not have seeds? How does it grow? What family is it in? You know what? This is our show. <laughs> so... By God, whatever we put on this list, it, it is a vegetable. You know, you can you can take that to your mother's house at Thanksgiving, and when you're around the table, you can say, "Hey, these two idiots were talking about these five things," and damn it, that's a vegetable. So, sidebar conversation. Uh, so today uh, we're drinking uh, Miller Lite, and uh, to, to clarify, when we're doing the intro, these are uh, real live organic beer cracks that are happening. So today we got uh, some Miller Lite, and uh, I know I know you've drinking Miller Lite in the past, Matthew, but what I would like to ask is, does this particular Miller Lite taste like commitment to you? Commitment, huh? You know, I, I'm not one to shy away from commitment. I don't think either of us are. We're both married. But you know what? It tastes just like marriage, you know? The, okay. Uh, <laughs> the reason I ask oh, is God. that these beers specifically are from your wedding. So, Which was almost really? a year ago at this point. <laughs> yeah, I got married in October of 2019. Are they really from my wedding? Yes, they are. So, oh, hold on. Okay, okay. so so so, all right. so confession time. So uh, at the wedding, there was way more beer than what was necessary to where there was uh, still an abundance at the very end. I ended up with at least a case of beer. And these have become my emergency stash to mm-hmm. where I try not to touch them if I if I can help it. It, just in case I ever run out of other beer to, to drink, this is like my safe spot. And so this has become my uh, Matt private reserve in my fridge. And, and that is what we're sipping today. So it's uh, been aged. I'm honored and terrified. Kind of like marriage. You know, like someone said I do to you, but it's like, ugh. You want to make sure you do right by them. Yeah. You know, that's a really good point. I think if we don't accomplish anything else today, that, that's a really good lesson to take home for everybody. Yeah. All right, well, sip a beer for the working man. All right, so I think, uh, are we ready to kick this thing going? Yeah, let's get it right. Before we get going, I got one thing to say. These lists will not be beat, so let's turn up the heat. If you weren't out of arm's reach, I would totally punch you right now. I've been working on that for a couple months, and I'm really glad I got a chance to share that right now, my uh, 
Double pun rhyme, but uh, oh god, can we get on with it? Just start your number sure. five. What, what is right, the number so, five so best go, vegetable? So going into the best vegetables here at number five, I have corn. So corn, corn, corn is something that it's very versatile. There, there's all kinds of dishes you can have. With it. You can have corn on the cob. You could have corn off the cob. You could have <laughs> cream corn. You, you could have uh, you, could, you could throw a corn cobs into a, a Cajun crawfish boil. You could have lotes. If we're uh, including hominy in the mix, you have pozole. If you if we're gonna group that into one category, you have a a, a cornbread that, that you can make out of it. You're You've not got, counting cornbread. That you it's, can't. It's, claim it's corn. That. There, there's corn in there. It's, it, we're, we're putting that in there. I mean, there, there's popcorn, a, a great snack. There, there's all kinds of things. I mean. Here uh, in America, it's a part of the Thanksgiving holiday. We'll uh, gloss over why it's part of the Thanksgiving holiday, which is a very American thing to do. Um, are, you, are you counting ethanol? Like, where, where's the line here? <laughs> there is no line. That's corn dogs? What corn, are we doing here? Corn, corn uh, permeates everything. You can't, you can't avoid corn. But anyways, I, I think it's something that we can agree it tastes good. Would you... It... It, yes, the taste of corn is is very acceptable. Okay, thank it's very, you. Very good taste. So, and then I mean, from a nutritional standpoint, I mean, it has a fair amount of fiber. It has some protein. It has some vitamins. It's nothing too crazy, but I mean, there's a pretty good nutritional base for it. So, I think we got that going for us as well. But I mean, there's nothing better than sitting around eating popcorn, watching a I don't know, Legend of Bagger Vance or whatever movies. What? Like, I, you're a golf guy, so I just assume that's what you watch on your weekends. But uh, and, and another thing too is. Corn is true to itself. It never changes. When you look at it on the way out, it's pretty much the same as it went in, if you know what I'm talking about. Well, that 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 is the best argument I've ever heard. It does You can't you can't even itself. change it. Yes. Even you digesting it does not change who it is. But have you ever had so corn when it's done right is fantastic. But have you ever like Gone, let's say to a fast food restaurant, you know, your chicken chains or your long john silvers, and you have like corn that was sitting out way too long and it got like all pruney and and dried up and it looks like a chewed up dog toy. That just sounds like mishandled food. I don't, how's that corn's fault? Because corn, look, it it absorbs a lot, right? So it takes a lot of salt, it, you know, just sodium in general, and like. The heat, it's like a prune. It's like, you know, we're sticking a bunch of grapes out here in the Texas heat. It just, it can go wrong so quickly. And, you know, you bring up like elotes and stuff, but like, what's great about it? It's not the corn. It's your mayo. It's your, it's your okay. cheese. All right, all right. Take, take the corn out of that dish. You would have a mayo and butter bowl with uh, hot sauce that, cheese. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm going to call BS on that one. Are you serious? Yeah. But, uh, I, I mean... I don't see why you hate corn so much. I, I don't I would, hate I would, corn. I would even eat like you know, like the Louis uh, side of corn that, that that's probably been sitting out a while ago. And to your point, but that, that still tastes good. But I'm I feel pretty strongly it, about it. Corn is just like it, it wasn't invited to the party, but like I guess it knew a friend of a friend, and it just it got placed on your Thanksgiving table, and nobody really asked for it to be there. Uh, you know, maybe that one aunt you hate was like, "Hey, we have a couple cans of corn. Let's just pop them open and put them in a bowl." But nobody, nobody really gets it. You might get like one spoonful to like not be offensive, but nobody really asked it to be there. It, it, it's not offensive, but I don't think it's it's one of the best ones. There's a lot of people in Nebraska that would differ from you on this. All right, well, I think that's enough corn for now. 
Uh, going to your number five worst vegetable. Number five worst vegetable. Radishes. 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 Let, let me tell you about radishes. All right. You get drunk, and right, and you come home from the bars, you know, it's 2 a.m. You're like, hey, I have these potatoes. Let me fry those up real quick. But you're drunk. So you know what you accidentally end up frying up? Some radishes. And there's nothing worse than having a few pints coming home thinking you're going to get some nice nutrients and nice carbs in a potato and you eat a damn radish. How do you confuse a potato? They're, they're very different they're sizes. Not, they are not very different. Well, there's all kinds of sizes of potatoes, Nathan. There's little red potatoes. There's cut up potatoes. Radishes are awful. Alright, and being of Hispanic descent, I'm going to this may sound blasphemous. They don't go with tacos. They don't. Get them out of there. They add nothing. It, it tastes like dirt and water. You're eating dirt and water <laughs> with your nice tacos. Why would you want to do that to yourself? So it's the taste that, that disturbs you on this? Yeah, it, it's so bitter. It's like chugging a two liter of tonic water. Like it, it, There's nothing redeeming about radishes. Nobody's ever been to the store and been like, Hey man, I'm doing some doing some epic meal prep this week. Let me grab a bunch of radishes. You know, I gotta say I'm really, really neutral uh, on this just because I don't encounter radishes very often. But when I do, like you said, it's something in the form of a taco to where it's not like I'm having radishes forced upon me. It's not. It's never the primary flavor, and, and I'm usually okay with it because I mean I, I don't even notice the taste that much. But I, I mean it offers texture at the least. I, I suppose you could swap out like cabbage or, or something in a taco in a lot of these cases, but but I mean I don't think it tries to insert itself too much. I think it kind of minds its own business for the most part. I don't know, man. To me, it's like the equivalent of like I'm trying to think of another like crispy, waterless or water filled thing, like watercress. <laughs> like they're just both awful. It's like you know, what? Who would want that? You know, you want some tacos. You know, you're 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 having a few darts with your friends and you're out chugging some pints. You know, like, hey man, I'm gonna make me a mess of tacos. Oh, but make sure you throw the radishes on the side so I can add them in there for some texture. No, get out of here. That's pretentious crap. Nobody wants it. Awful. All right, I think we'll just uh, <laughs> leave that there. Just get out. Just go. Just go to number four. All right, so so number four on the best vegetables. I have onions here. So onions are are really a essential cooking ingredient. If if you've ever done any recipes, I mean. Pretty much at the start, you're always going to end up sautéing onions at some point, and it's also one of the easiest ways to convince somebody you can cook is just sautéing some onions and letting them smell that. You pretty much don't have to do anything else to get somebody sold. Uh, but uh, I mean, apart from it being ingrained in so many dishes, I mean, it goes great on burgers. It goes great on hot dogs. I mean, you could even make snacks out of it with like onion rings. There's uh, the bloomin' onion, which is I think a a great appetizer if you've heard of Outback Steakhouse before. They do eat it down under. And, and, and I mean, apart from that, too, I mean, there's a, apparently a bunch of potential health benefits to, to onions, such as that they have a high concentration of vitamins and minerals versus the amount of calories that could help with heart health. They're loaded with antioxidants. They may have cancer-fighting compounds in them that can help control bone sugar, blood sugar, uh, boost bone, bone sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get that bone sugar up. That's right. <laughs> they help control blood sugar, boost bone density, have uh, some antibacterial qualities. They may boost digestive health. Pretty much you can find all, all these claims. Uh, at least some of them have to be true, I feel like. so. <laughs> yeah, you know, this one I can't really argue with you on, you know. Um, 
you know, unlike corn, you know, there's so many great benefits of onions, the variety of onions, you know, yeah. your white onions, yellow onions, red onions, you know, your green onions, your shallots or shallots, if you want to be fancy, um, they're all amazing options. And, you know, it makes you tougher. You know, you're cutting onions, you're dicing them up, you're fighting the, you know, you're fighting the urge to cry, you know, whether that's from your daily life or whether it's from the yeah. onions, you know, it doesn't really matter. You know, they're great to clean grills. You know, before you have your friends over to make some hot dogs on 4th of July, you're taking that onion and you're scrubbing it back and forth on your grates. It's a fantastic, fantastic utensil. All right, all right hypothetical. So you, you talked a little bit about the types of onions that are out there. If you had to get rid of one type of onion, what would it be? Ooh, that's a fantastic I, I think for me it would have to be red onions just because of how infrequently I end up using them. Like when, you, when See, I think about how, because like, I mean, like white and yellow onions, I mean, you're using them constantly. I also love green onions, so it's hard to hard to get rid of those. But You know, no, you have to keep red, red onions. I, I know they're less versatile, but like with salads and like guacamole, it it just trumps the other types of onions. I mean, if I was going to say any, I would actually cut out yellow, which sounds weird because like they're my go-to because they're the cheapest. They're the cheapest onion. But, like, white pretty much would fill everything you, you would use a yellow yellow onion for. So, yeah, probably white onions. Okay. I'm sorry, yellow onions. Cut those out. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so on, on to the uh, fourth worst. So we already talked about radishes, but now we're going to talk about peas. <laughs> don't, don't laugh when you say peas. All right? So, like, peas are disgusting. They are meant for children, and they are meant for people who are not eating people food. They explode in your mouth. What is this, a gusher? Like, why are we consuming that? Like, who, who wants this little explosion in your mouth? Just explosion of nutrients. Who wants that? No, I want glucose whenever I want things exploding in my mouth, all right? Two, where does it mainly come in? All right, so you're not really buying fresh peas. No one buys fresh peas for the most part. Nobody does that. They come in a can. Oh, I have, these, I have this can of mixed vegetables. You know, and it has, like, you know, your, your carrots and other things in there. Nobody wants the peas. They're just a side effect of it. You know, I'm trying to think of any redeeming qualities, you know, but, like... What about, like, a split pea soup or something no, like that? No, no, no. Pea soup is awful. You know why the, the Renaissance Fair only lasts a couple months of the year? Because they rely on pea soup. You know what? So after the first few weeks, people are like, oh, this sucks. This is the only soup they have is pea soup? I'm going to leave and go back to enjoying football. Because why would I want to enjoy this at the Renaissance Fair? It's awful. Yeah, I think I wholeheartedly agree with you on this one. There's two facts I know about peas. One, generally they're green. And two, they taste like crap. So <laughs> I, I think we're, we're, we're pretty close here. Yeah, um, like they're not appealing looking. They look like rat poop. Like they, they don't look good. They're like little balls. Sometimes they're kind of crinkly. Like, like who wants that? Like... Nobody's ever said, hey, I want these peas by themselves. Like, you know, they're, sometimes they're in those, like, cup of noodles you get. So if you get, like, the step up from ramen, a lot of times they have a couple of peas in there. Why? Why? So they could add some color. I mean, yeah, if you think about it, I mean, the most happy you are is when you can't taste them. And, and, yeah. and, and for that, I, I do have to say my, my favorite type of peas are snow peas. Because I'm happiest when there's snow peas on my plate. Ugh. <sighs> <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to not comment on that But I'm going to finish up by saying You know, a lot of times some, some restaurants will throw them in like Mexican rice, you'll see a couple of peas in there 
Kind of the same thing with like fried rice. I think they're there just to add color. I don't know why you would do that. As Nathan's last uh, point, just add some green, green onions in there. They add a great color, and they're a lot better. Peas are just awful. Move on. Baby food. Move all right, on. all right. So we're getting now to number three on the best vegetables. And here, I have lettuce. Lettuce. So, all right, so, so, so hear me out on this. There, there's a, a big reason why it ended up here for me. And I'll go on to explain. So, I mean, with the past entries, I, I talked about some of the nutritional benefits. But here, I mean, especially with a shout out to iceberg lettuce. The, what? That's the, there's oh, the, 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 Which has basically no nutritional value. Uh, and and same goes for, for most types of lettuce. But the reason it ends up here is kind of because of that. Well, I like to, to call it the great enabler. So, so think Explain. about this. Okay, so so with iceberg lettuce, it, it lets you say that you are eating a vegetable and that you are doing your, your part and, you know, making sure you have a balanced meal. But at the same time, it offers really nothing from a calorie intake perspective to where it, it's not really holding up your stomach to where you can save a lot of that, that calorie for, you know, meat what we're really wanting to eat or other types of good foods to where you could process that pretty fast and move on. Or you could throw lettuce into a meat-based plate and, and, and kind of, you know, give yourself that, that excuse there. Or, you know, a side salad. It's not going to hold your stomach that long. So think, it, it basically creates a pathway for you to say, hey, I'm eating vegetables when, when you're really not. So I, I think that's, that, that's something that, that goes unappreciated and then of course i mean i know you hate iceberg lettuce from the the glare you're giving me right now which is kind of terrifying but uh you have to admit it it offers good texture on a burger or on a sandwich and and i mean that goes for i mean shredded or or in leaf form It, it, it adds something to a lot of dishes that we enjoy and it doesn't necessarily you know encroach upon the other flavors of those dishes so to kind of combat you a little bit. So you talked about how it's not really offensive and it kind of, it enables you to consume other things. But like, to that same point, it's it's harming Americans. There's a false sense of, oh, I'm eating something healthy and good for me whenever I, I have this side salad. So like you go to CeCe's, you know, they have like this Bill Jones salad bar. And what's the main thing they have there? It's iceberg lettuce and some cherry tomatoes and like ranch. So like, People get that thinking, oh, yeah, I'm having all this nutritional value, but it really, it, it's just crap. Like, kind of like, as to my point with radishes, they don't belong on tacos. Stop throwing a bunch of shredded iceberg lettuce on, on top of tacos. It adds nothing. And it's the messiest damn thing. Okay, all right, so you, you're, you're having a lot of opinions right now on Taco Top. I mean, what are you summing out radishes and lettuce for? Are you, are you not replacing that texture at all on your tacos, or... What do you need that texture for? You have good, you have some good protein base, so you have some sort of meat. You have some sort of cheese. Uh, I'm a big guacamole person. Uh, some sort of salsa. I'm great with onions. Sprinkle some onions, uh, sprinkle some pico de gallo, just anything on there. You don't need shredded lettuce. Have you ever been to Chipotle and like you're building a bowl and like 
You're like, hey, do you want some iceberg lettuce? And you go, sure. It's not offensive, to your point. But then they throw like this whole mound on there, and it just it, it looks disgusting. It starts spilling over everywhere. It it's just crunchy water. You know, I have to agree with you a little bit on the Chipotle point. I it's like I don't... they throw so much. What are they doing? What's well, also it's like the, the the lettuce is awkwardly dry sometimes. Yeah. So I, I I can see your point on that one. I'll, or like, have I'll, you ever had it like at Subway? Like they pull it out of the bag, and like half the time it's already the, like brown. I mean, the Subway. I think that's the true uh, wild card or grab bag. It's you, you walk in, you never know what kind of lettuce you're getting that day if you walk into Subway. But I, I think that's something that you've probably accepted if you're walking into a Subway. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that's very fair. I mean, you know, about the only thing I could say like about iceberg lettuce is it's cheap. You know, it's normally it's normally around like a dollar a head. So you know, if you want to just chuck it at somebody. It's like, like if I wanted to throw it at you, you know, it's only a dollar. So, you know, that's good value there. And the butt of it hurts. The butt <laughs> of it's pretty goddamn hard. So it's like, that, that would wipe you out. I have many questions to say how you even know that. All right, okay, so I'm going to move, move on. on. <laughs> so number three on the worst vegetables has to be, it kind of follows this theme, celery. The crunchy stick of the vegetable family. Celery is so offensive. So, like, it it can't sell on its own. So, like, it always has to come with something. So, like, you know, you talk about people that eat, like, ants on a log. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, so I have to either put peanut butter on the celery to make it tolerable. Or, like, they serve it with wings. I don't know why. They always bring you carrots and, and celery with your wings. People may eat the carrots. Nobody eats the celery. Nobody wants that. They're like, hey, uh, I'm, I'm having these nice lemon pepper wings here. Oh, let me take the time to get my celery and dip it in the ranch of the blue cheese and crunch down on it. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't cleanse your palate. Celery is just so offensive. It, it, it's bitter. You know, Wingstop Ranch couldn't save it. Wingstop has the best ranch out of anybody's ranch. But it's like, celery, it's just... it. Even in soups and stuff, you know, they put it in soups, it just gets mushy, and it just, it tastes <laughs> like, kind of tastes like peas. It's just kind of mushed crap, but it doesn't really add that much to you. Um, people say it's better when it's juiced. That may be true, but if you're at the point in your life where you're juicing celery, you need to reevaluate some things, because there, there's so many other vegetables and fruits you can juice before celery. Don't do that. It's awful. Um, it's just... I think the best way I'm going to summarize this, it, it tastes like a stick of disappointment. <laughs> yeah. you know. I, I think you've hit all the the real big points on here. I mean, yeah, it's it's normally when you're eating celery, it's being forced on you by a wing place of sorts, which I'll admit, sometimes I will eat the celery, but it's only because you're sitting at the wing restaurant, you've already finished your wings, you're just kind of hanging out, and they're, they're kind of there. And, and with the ranch, they're better, which kind of goes into the other point you're talking about with the Ansel log. I mean, you don't want to eat it unless it has something else. Yeah. Like, if it doesn't have ranch or peanut butter or, or, or something else there, it's just, it's not the most appealing flavor in the world. I mean, no, nobody's just whipping out a celery <laughs> stick when you're at their house and just chomping on it. <laughs> I mean, I think that'll probably go for any of the vegetables on this list. Maybe, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I mean, and kind of going from there, it's just yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, even when you juice it, 
you can still have that flavor, which if you don't like the flavor, it's it's still not going to go that, that well. But the one thing I will say, though, is that I do like sometimes celery chunks inside of a well-made chicken salad. That is, that, that's one point where sometimes it adds texture, but not as much on the flavor side, and I'm okay with it. But obviously there's lots of mayo. I was going to say, what, what the is the there. main binder in chicken salad? Mayo. So there's a common thread there. I, I will support mayo for there, as an I mean, off-topic discussion. Yeah, mayo is fantastic. All right, so then I guess, do you have anything else to add on the celery front? Uh, just avoid it. That's, <laughs> do you hear that? Avoid celery. That is a, a good lesson from Matthew. Here. Yeah. All right, so then going to number two on the best list, I have the ultimate flavor enhancer known as garlic. Oh, so Yeah. And what's great about garlic is, I mean, you never really eat garlic on its own. It wouldn't be the worst thing ever, but it, it's almost always a good idea to pair something with garlic, especially on the meat front. Uh, I mean, it, it, and that being said, even in non-meat dishes, it can provide excellent flavor. I mean, you're not going to put it on a breakfast cereal or anything like that, but I mean, there's almost all dishes are improved by using it. So I, I think that's, do, do you agree with that? I, I'm trying to think of a bad thing, you know, to say about garlic, but you really can't like it. So many great benefits. It smells amazing. True. And, and, and what I'll say on that too is on, on the smell, if you're ever cooking and you're kind of uh, busting up some garlic cloves and working with your hands, mincing garlic and stuff, it it stays with you to where the, the smell will seep into your fingers. So for the next, you know, day or so, you can be sitting around just sniffing your fingers, remembering the garlic that you made, which is, is pretty great to do. It doesn't look that great from an outside observer, but I, I mean, it's it's an excellent smell. And if you're a fan of garlic, then it, it's, it's, it's like a little added bonus. Yeah. I mean... Tell, tell me more about garlic. Do you have anything else to say so, about I mean, garlic? It, going back to vegetables that do have health benefits. So garlic can help combat sickness such as the common cold. Um, this can also help you reduce blood pressure. It can improve, improve cholesterol levels. It may lower the risk of heart disease. So there, I mean, there, there's lots of benefits apart from all the things it adds. And, and I think, yeah, kind of really the summary is that it improves pretty much everything it touches. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to think of some innovations in society. And I, I think one of them, so like, you know, pizza chains have really been stepping up their game, but like they all have flavored crusts now. And now you can get like garlic flavored crust from like pizza Hut and, and, and Domino's and Papa John's and things like that. You get the garlic dipping sauce from Papa John's. Like where were these things? I mean, besides the garlic sauce, but like where were these crusts when we were little? I, I used to not <laughs> eat crusts. I used to collect my crust, and that's how I would count my pizza. But if those existed back then, it would have all been over. <laughs> um, I mean, I have this uh, kind of conspiracy theory. Okay. So, so you know how they say that uh, vampires hate garlic? Yep. Like it, but I have this conspiracy theory that, in truth, vampires actually absolutely love garlic. And they're using reverse psychology so that more people will approach them with garlic. Because if you think about it, you get somebody to uh, come and you can have their, their blood, and they're also providing garlic in that same process. Huh. It, it seems like a, a foolproof, foolproof strategy where if I was a vampire, that, that seems like the way to go. Because, I mean, think about it. Why would garlic have anything to do with a vampire otherwise? 
What about the Twilight movies? I don't know if they addressed that, but I, I, I really didn't pay attention too much to those. I mean, granted, I've never seen a full one, but aren't, aren't there vampires in there? Yes. Yes? How do they approach garlic, do you think? You know, I don't think garlic was mentioned once, but <laughs> I like to think they would enjoy it, because... I mean, at the end of the day, vampires are all humans, right? And if you're human, you, you yeah. like garlic, unless there's something wrong. Which I guess if you're a vampire, there is something wrong with you. So may- maybe they don't like them in the Twilight movies. I, I can't work out the logic. Hmm. Yeah, that's a very fair point. I mean, so like in your fridge or, or your pantry, do you have more whole garlic? Or do you have like minced garlic? I think it's usually good to have both. So like, always have a bottle of minced garlic in the fridge. Kind of go in there, but then, I mean, if you're going to be cooking, then it's, it's always good to have the, the whole garlic when, when just sitting around somewhere ready to cook, but you do have to replace it every now and then. It doesn't go bad that fast, but it's still something you have to make sure it's fresh. Yeah, I mean, luckily it does keep... You know what? I'm just going to go out on, on a bold statement. You know, next time you're cooking like pasta or something, use whole garlic, use minced garlic, and garlic powder. You want a trifecta of garlic. You know, it's just going to make everything... Garlic good. salt is fantastic as well. Garlic salt is fantastic. Ooh, seasonings would be would be a good topic of discussion. But yeah, garlic's amazing, man. Absolutely. Alright, All right, so I think we both love garlic. So then going on to year number two worst vegetables. So we're going to talk about something I hate. Hopefully you hate it too. So we have cauliflower. Number two worst vegetable. I love cauliflower. You better not. No, I don't. So like, it smells like farts. That's, that's, my, that's my opening argument there. It is awful. It is like the little stepbrother of broccoli. It's like broccoli's hanging out, having a good time. You know, you're dipping it in cheese, and like cauliflower's like, hey, can I hang out too? And your mom's like, be nice to cauliflower. And it's like, why? It, it tastes terrible. And then, like, cauliflower, obviously, because of that, had a rough childhood. It's like it grows up and it's trying to make it a name for itself. So it's like, you know what? I can be the healthy alternative to carbs. Let's make cauliflower crust for pizza. Those are awful. Awful. And you know why? Because you think you're eating healthy, but you know, those frozen pizzas with cauliflower crust, it's like all cheese. It's like no cauliflower. Or like, go ahead, you're going to say something. I was say, to that exact point, uh, with the cauliflower crust, another thing that's being done these days is, is a buffalo cauliflower, where you replace the chicken with cauliflower. Yeah. It's like, I want you to picture a meal. You walk into a wing stop. But instead of wings, it is buffalo cauliflower with a side of celery. Oh my how, God. how would that meal make you feel internally? I'd, it would make me crave radishes. <laughs> that's, that's how that meal would make me feel. It is so decrepit and insulting. Yeah, I, I think you also hit the, the nail on the head with it, it being a worse version of broccoli. Because it's almost like somebody went into a lab tried to engineer broccoli so they can make more of it, but they did a terrible job. Uh, the flavor was off. The The texture was worse. It was this weird consistency. And then it just got so bad, they didn't even bother to add the coloration, try and make it look like broccoli. They just basically called it a day and said, this is as good as it's going to get. And that was the origin of cauliflower. Yeah, it's like they didn't even try to add color to it. It is the most boring color of any vegetable ever. And it's like, you know... People even try to, like, rice it. Oh, we have this riced cauliflower. It's awful. It's just watered mush. If you've ever heated it up, one, it smells terrible. It smells even worse whenever you throw it in a microwave. Two, like, it, it dries up really quickly. Like, it holds water, but then it dries up as you heat it up. 
and it's like it doesn't crisp up very good. So if you one time, you know, my sister would make like fried rice with cauliflower. It's just it's just like a mush. <laughs> You're eating like baby food, and it's just and nothing helps it. Like it, it's not good. Okay, so let, let let me let me pose this question to you. Okay, is there a single instance you can think of where a dish that would normally have cauliflower wouldn't be better if you replaced it with broccoli. Basically, I guess, is there any situation where you would rather have cauliflower in place of broccoli? Hmm. Off off the cuff, I would say no. I, yeah, I can't, I can't think of one either. But like, who's ever craved cauliflower? No one. No I mean, one somebody no craved one. enough to apparently make a cauliflower crust. It's evil. It was made in a lab. It's it, it's probably gonna like. It probably has terrible health benefits in the long run. It's probably like, hidden. It's all yeah. I don't know. Just avoid cauliflower. Just eat broccoli. So much better. True. All right. So I think we yeah. finally gotten to the the top of our list again. And so going into the number one vegetable here, I have the almighty potato. Mm. And I think potatoes. Well, kind of going almost to the, the the corn discussion I had. I mean, potatoes are versatile. They they cross countries. They they cross all kinds of cultures and, and food. Pretty much everybody loves potatoes. I think it's something that all cultures, for the most part, agree on. And, and there's so many things you can do with, with potatoes. You can have freedom fries. You can have home fries. You can have curly fries, hash browns, mashed potatoes. You can make potato guns to shoot them. I, I mean, even <laughs> even consumer products outside of food. I mean there's a Mr. Potato Head toy. You don't see a Mr. Onion Man or a Sir Beat toy or anything like that. Like it's cross cultures into even now our, our, our toys for, for, for children. And, and beyond that, I mean, it's a perfect companion to almost any meat dish. If you think about it, I mean, pretty much any meat based dish, I guess maybe not as much with fish all the time, but fish and chips, there's still exceptions to this. I mean, Having a side that is potato based is almost always a good move, um, and then I mean going into nutritional side effects as well. I mean they're calorie dense. I mean they they provide you good nutrients for what you get on a calorie standpoint. Uh, you know you get a lot of vitamin C from them. Surprisingly, a uh, good source of vitamin B, antioxidants, fiber, magnesium, and then here, here's a fun fact for you. Potatoes actually contain more potassium than bananas. And that was something I was not aware really? of. Because, you know, normally you go and you're like, you're, you need some kind of potassium. Somebody tells you to eat a banana. Well, yep. apparently they should have been telling you to eat a potato the whole time. So, whenever you have like a baked potato, do you eat the skin? If it's good, yes. What do you mean if it's good? If it's, like, you know, crispy. There's some places where you'll go and you'll get a baked potato where like the outside's all soggy and stuff because yeah. it's been sitting in some kind of foil or something right for two I, I don't know what what caused it but i mean if you have a properly cooked baked baked potato i mean the skin is fantastic yeah no I'm all, you know and that's where most of the nutrients are so it's like baked potatoes are, are just amazing all potatoes are amazing you know it's the perfect complement for garlic so you're number two yep amazing you know they go hand in hand butter in almost every aspect of a, t- of a, pit- uh, a potato, garlic and butter are just amazing. You fry them up, you mash them up, you bake them. There's no wrong way to cook it. Like, I- I'm trying to think of a fault 
with a potato. I mean, yeah, as long as you properly cook it and you get the texture at the right texture for whatever you're trying to make, there's pretty much no bad way to do it. And it's as long as you get yeah texture and then, I mean, any seasoning related concerns are on you for, for the most part. The, the potato is solid as far as what it does, what it provides. And I, I think there's the, the kind of like the standing point is that there's not much bad you could say about potatoes. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different variations and, you know, so many seasonings and toppings and it, it makes you just, you always want a potato almost, whether it's a chip, forgot about chips, <laughs> you, mm. you know, you, the ultimate flavor savor, the ultimate flavor compliment, it's, I just want to go get some potatoes, man. Uh, there's nothing more to be said. It, it is far and away the best vegetable. I agree with you. That's a good call. All right. So we're in agreement. Then let's go to your number one worst vegetable. This one <laughs> may be a little controversial. Um, the worst vegetable, in my opinion, artichokes. <laughs> not what I was expecting. Yeah, it, it may not be what you were expecting. So a couple things about artichokes. They're very confusing. So, like, if you've never seen an artichoke, pull one up on the internet. It is the most odd thing you've ever seen in your life. Like, it looks like a third grade art project. It looks like it looks like Nathan went out to the yard and grabbed a pine cone, and he was like, I'm going to paint this thing greenish. Like, it, what do you do with it? You, you have to either, like, steam it or boil it. And, like, those are, like, the least sexy ways to cook something. Like, whoever goes, hey, I want to steam this thing. And then, like, I'm going to scrape the flesh off of the leaves with, like, my teeth or something. Because that's what you have to do. You have to scrape the flesh off the leaves with your teeth to enjoy it. Who wants that? Like, it's soft and it, it, it's squishy. And, like, some people go, hey, well, Matt, spinach, spinach and artichoke dip is amazing. That's the one rebuttal I have. That's the one that's... rebuttal. You know what makes the spinach and artichoke dip great? Cheese. It's not the artichokes. And the spinach. I'm a big fan of spinach. Spinach is good for you. You know, it, it, it really is. Artichokes are just confusing. You know, some places have, like, artichoke pizza. It's like, why? Why would you want to do that to yourself? Like, Yeah, you need to get a cauliflower pizza. Yeah. I mean, there's such a big learning curve to messing with artichokes. It's so intimidating for people. It's like, it's like you, ha- you have to play Operation. It's like, all right, so you... You have to split this flower, and you have to remove this thing, and you have to pick this petal. It's like the whole, like, he loves me, he loves me not kind of thing that, like, Poison Ivy would play. It's just, it's ridiculous. Like, it, it shouldn't be allowed. Where was this made? Okay, okay, so that, so let... It looks like a Pokemon. <laughs> all confusion about the physics of the the actual vegetable and the, the cooking process... From just purely from a taste perspective, uh, yeah. is it the worst of the ones? Because I mean, out of the ones you've mentioned so far, really, I think peas would be the one that, like, just purely on a taste basis, would be the worst to me. Besides, I mean, no. but, like, where where would art you put artichoke? Just if you only consider the taste, say it's been properly prepared, that kind of that you know, take care of. I would say out, out of the five I listed, I would say it's right in the middle. It's at number three. I, I would say, honestly, celery and radishes are less offensive to me than the artichokes. Artichokes are very squishy and stringy kind of tasting. But it's number one because, of one, it's complex. 
Two, it looks stupid. It just looks stupid. Again, it looks like... You remember that Pokemon Metapod? <laughs> it kind of looks like a Metapod. Like, all it, would, all it would use is Harden. And how do you beat Harden? You soften it up. And that's why you have to boil it or steam it or something like that. And it just... It, avoid it. Why would you want to go through that much work? Like, what is the benefit of, you know, your, your ROI on, like, the time investment of that? It's not there. Go somewhere. <laughs> At least, like, peas, you can just open up a can and go, I'm going to enjoy these peas. Artichokes, it's just, get out. You have to have some sort of sauce or something with it. So there's no sense of accomplishment for what you do to get to the end? No. It, like, even if you did it right, you're like, ugh. I just spent all this time with an artichoke. I could have been out learning something. But no, I, I was just dealing with this crap vegetable. That's fair. Yeah, just awful. Get out of here, yeah. artichoke. I think maybe I'll experiment a little bit with artichokes and let you know if I if I completely agree with that assessment. Go ahead. I think it's the most expensive out of those five <laughs> vegetables. So right. If you really want to waste your time on it. So that, that, that really brings us to the end of our list. So I guess now we can we can talk about any glaring omissions we have for each other on on some of these. Okay. And so I guess I guess for me starting off for you, I, I mean a couple that I had in mind. Uh, the first one would be cabbage. Cabbage. Which, so, so you feel there, like there's a couple elements. Of, so 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 one. Uh, don't get me wrong. Cabbage when you when you transform it into something like. Something spectacular like a uh, like a kimchi, or if, if you make a coleslaw, or if you you know put together make sauerkraut. There, there's certain things you can do with it that are great, but it by itself, in a lot of cases, is similar to the broccoli cauliflower, where it's better to sub out the cabbage for lettuce. Also, what the, the other main thing that I thought about is technically kale is a type of cabbage, and I hate kale. So I think if you go to a slada or, or something like that where you're going and you're, you're looking at what kind of leafy green you can put inside of your, your salad, kale is the worst from a texture and taste standpoint. It bothers me. There, there is one thing I'll say. So if you have a cup of raw kale, it is only 33 calories. It has three grams of protein, two and a half grams of fiber. It has vitamins A, C, and K. It has a B vitamin that's key for brain development. It has an omega-3 fatty acid. And it's like, it's got all these great nutritional benefits. And that makes me hate it more because then more people try to make you eat the dang thing. To where I, I can't avoid it because people keep suggesting that I eat it. And so that, that that's where it irks me a bit. Yeah, you know what? I, I do hate kale. But I understand it might be in the same family as cabbage, but cabbage is, is so good because it is versatile. You can either ferment it, like in kimchi, you know, like it's cabbage and bacon. When you steam like cabbage and bacon, oh, oh, it's amazing, man. Like, you know, sauerkraut, amazing on sausages. So, like, yes, kale is trash. It's like it's like lettuce and cauliflower made a baby. <laughs> it, it, it's really bad, but it's like, I don't know, man. I understand it's in the same family, but I wouldn't count cabbage and kale as the same thing. Yeah, that, I, that, that's fair. I think really it is the, the kale point that's driving that. Um, the other one that I was going to mention is beets. Beets. And, and, and this one is, from, from a taste standpoint, I think you could do a lot of good stuff with beets. So, so for example, in the Austin area, there's a 
restaurant called Eastside King that makes a these really good beet fries that come with like a uh, aioli that you can dip them in that that's really good. So there's things you can do with them, but I think I just had a scarring experience with beets one time because if you eat beets mm-hmm. and nobody tells you about this, there, there's something that happens after eating beets that that will be kind of scarring to you, where where it will. Uh, manipulate the coloration uh, of certain things that, that, that come out of the human body. And if you're not ready for it, it, it can, uh, it can quite be a jarring and in my case, scarring experience. Now, hold on. Why was this scarring? I mean, because you look down at it at first, you're, you're wondering if you're having some kind of horrible physical malady or, or something going on. And, and if you're not ready for it, it's just you, you, your your mind goes to the worst places, and it's kind of rude on the part of beats when 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 you think about it. Because I wouldn't invite myself over to your house and then proceed to change the color of your fecal matter. It's just not something you do in in, in proper behavior. Yeah, sure, but like I feel the nutritional value of beets is a lot better than some of the other worst ones. So like, there's That's a trade off there. So like, even it's standing your teeth or something like that. You know, I, I feel... You Dwight know, Schrute style. Dwight Schrute style. You know, that, that's another thing. I think in our popular culture, you know, beats from the office get a get a good rep, so... Our number one sitcom. Mm-hmm. All right. It's, I mean, apart from that, I, I think there's other, you know, vegetables that aren't the best necessarily, but I, I think those are only one-off comments that I would have. I, I guess going on to the best list, are there certain ones that you were wanting to see on there? Yeah, so Nathan, I, I, you know, there was a couple of omissions I, I think you missed. So like mushrooms. I'm a huge proponent of mushrooms. Almost like a potato. There's a lot of variations. Um, there's almost no limit to what you could do to them. You could fry mushroom and you have a great appetizer. You could use it in stir fries. You could use it in soups. Um, some, some people that are more health conscious has, have used like portobello mushrooms as like burger buns, things like that. Um, what power Super Mario? <laughs> mushrooms, dude. So like mushrooms are just so amazing. They're, they're perfect on a burger. If you saw a taste of onions and mushrooms together, bam, you don't need anything else, dude. So like even raw, even if you don't cook the mushroom and like salads, they go great. Mushrooms are just—I think they're underrated, in my opinion. What do you what do you think about I mushrooms? Won't, I won't dispute. So I—I I, I love mushrooms as well. And from my standpoint, it's nothing to have against mushrooms. They just didn't quite out beat out corn for that last spot. And a big reason, I guess, is that that all things considered, I do end up using corn more often than I do mushrooms. But it doesn't necessarily mean that I completely favor one over the other as far as taste and, and certain types of applications, but I think it just didn't quite make the cut in my case. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think you mostly got this list right, especially the top part. I mean, the only other honorable mention I had is uh, peppers. So like, I feel peppers are so versatile, uh, whether it's bell peppers, whether it's jalapeno peppers. Um, there's so many different types of peppers. Uh, you can use them for salsas and sauces. You can stuff peppers. It's like, you know, stuffed bell peppers are amazing. Uh, you can use them for stir fries. Um, honorable mention, they add a lot of color. You know, it, it's great visually to look at a lot of peppers. They're very cheap. They are super cheap to add, you know. So, like, you know, you get some filling and you get some color in there for no money at all. Um, you know, that 
crunchy texture. So we talked about your radishes and, and your other things, celery, stuff like that. I like the crunchy texture of, of a pepper. So if you get a raw pepper, you throw it in a salad, I think it's actually amazing. Um, so yeah, I feel peppers get overlooked, especially if you saute them with onions, throw them on like some fajitas or something like that. Peppers are awesome. You know, I'll, I'll agree. And and peppers were ones that I considered when I went through that. Those were actually ones that I had ended up eliminating when I looked at the technical definition of what is a, a vegetable just because they're... Because it has they seeds? Te- or? Yeah, they, they technically fall into the fruit category, I, I believe. Uh, so. I don't care. Nobody has ever considered a pepper a fruit. <laughs> yeah, so, so that that means... I, I will not dispute any, any of those comments because, yeah, I, I think peppers are almost a necessary flavor enhancer for a lot of dishes, especially if you're accustomed to having some level of spice with some of the spicier peppers. But then, yeah, even on the non-spicy side, I mean, bell peppers are are, are pretty great in many, many things. So I, I really can't say too much negatively about that. And then so, something I was just kind of thinking about here is that, that, that that's really interesting to me is that, you know what I ate on the way over here? What? Wendy's. Ooh. It's been a very long time since I had Wendy's. We, it's neither here or there why I actually went there, but I'm thinking about it, and I ate a lot of vegetables when I got it. So I'm, I'm looking at kind of like my best list here. And so I had corn, onions, I had lettuce, garlic, potatoes. So I kind of covered it. So I got fries, which yep. are potatoes. Uh, on my burger, I had both lettuce and onions. Um. I'm sure there's got to be corn somewhere and some of the oils that were used to fry things. <laughs> maybe That's maybe, kind of a stress, maybe okay. corn syrup in, in my drink or, or something like that. And then there's got to be garlic somewhere in, in the mix, in the process, maybe with the, the meat or something. I, I don't know. But, I, I mean, when you think about it, didn't I have a veggie-loaded meal? You know what? That's the healthiest damn meal you've ever eaten. You know, you don't have to do anything else the rest of the day. So, yeah, don't don't let anybody ever shame you into not eating vegetables if you have a uh, properly balanced fast food meal. I, I will offer no medical certification for that statement, but th- this is just how I feel in the moment. Uh, I'm, I'm speaking my truth, as the kids would say. Yeah, that's a very fair point. You know, I, I think the main takeaway here is that, you know, no matter if it's the best or worst vegetable, you're probably going to be better off for eating it. <laughs> So, like, at the end of the day, at least you're incorporating some good nutritional value, whether we think it sucks or not. It, you know, it, it's better than eating just, like, I'm eating this white bread, <laughs> you know, and this, you know, these saturated fats. So, like, you know, at the end of the day, eating these is only going to help you. So, just just do it, man. Throw some veggies in your cart. Yeah. I, I, I think that kind of goes without saying. I mean, there's... All comrades incorporated. I mean, it, especially with potatoes, it's not even the hardest thing to, to figure out in the world. So, you, use this knowledge in any way you can. I, I think we, I think we've helped America today. I agree. So I think you know, whenever you go meal prep and get ready for the week, you know, just remember this podcast, and you know, just just thank us later. You know, you you get Venmo us if you wanted to. <laughs> you can write us some fan mail. Uh, maybe we'll get a PO box or something, but uh. You know what? We did our good deed for the day, bud. I think so. But uh, I think that's all we have to say about vegetables. So if you're drinking a beer with us, please finish up, and we'll see you next time.